Blog Talk Radio. There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. New world coming. America will become increasingly vulnerable to hostile attack on our homeland. And our military superiority will not entirely protect us. Not protect us. Americans will likely die on American soil. And I believe it will also be said of this age, the first decade of the 21st century, that out of what is, will be seen as the greatest restructuring of the global economy, perhaps one even greater than at the time of the Industrial Revolution, a new world order was created. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. Now, get ready to enter the zone where real life is stranger than fiction. The place where the news may seem like a dream, and the dream may be a matrix of reality. Let us now expose all lie of the devil and bring to light all the secrets of the enemy, because God truth will set you free. John 832. You're listening to This Week in the Zone with your host and watchman on the wall, Phil Armstrong. Hello, welcome to the Zone. This is Phil Armstrong, and we are going to be having a special guest, Susan Puzio, Prophetic News, and we're going to be talking about celebrities in the church, and we're going to be chit-chatting a little bit about the end-time church and its condition. I'd like to welcome y'all. I wish all the veterans out there Memorial Day and everybody else also. Um, seems to be a time where people go visit their loved ones who passed away. Um, I'm way in um, uh, Spokane, Washington, so I can't go back home and visit anybody's on Tombstone or anything like that. But, um, you know, I wish I was there, but I can't do that. But um, anyway, I'd like to wish everybody a happy Memorial Day. Um, we are uh, fast approaching climactic events that will be taking place. Who knows when? Could be this year. Could be five years from here. Um, the point that I like to make is that five years goes by pretty fast. We don't know when these events are going to take place, but we can tell by um, different signs that the Bible has given us. Uh, especially in the church. People are not ashamed to do very much of anything with um, the current church. For instance, homosexuality um, being even argument in the church. Should we let it, should should we let, should we approve homosexuality or should we not? Uh, 20 years ago, 30, 30 years ago, you know, you wouldn't even bring up the word homosexuality in the church unless you were telling them they're going to hell. Um, me, myself, I have, um, I know family members and friends that are gay. Um, it's a touchy situation, but uh, I also have, um, which I can't really talk about. I work at a uh, treatment center, but uh, a you know, individual who wears makeup and he's a guy. Um, if, they come, if they come up to me, especially in a work environment, and ask me, I'm going to tell them. You know, it, it, they might scratch my eyeballs out, but I will tell them that that's not God's way. A marriage is between a man and a woman. And even outside of marriage, if you call somebody, you you, I mean, you, go figure. If you're going to be a man and a wife, what the Bible said, and you're eventually going to get married, should, should you be coating same sex? We'll turn to Romans chapter 1, and we have an answer. The Bible uh, is strict on, you know, a man and a woman being a husband and wife. However, people, I, I've heard people twisted in these days, these last days, uh, twisted to say that the word homosexual is not mentioned and all this other stuff, a lot of circus acts. But uh, to no avail, 
It's just pulling the blinders over your eyes and sticking your head in the ostrich hole until you're judged. Um, what I say to a family member who comes up to me and says I'm gay, am I going to hate the person? No. But I'm not going to prove uh, and I, and I know there's a lot of a lot of homosexuals. I had a uh, uh, a man who worked with me. His name was um, Amir, and he was gay. And I would listen to some of the uh oh, something's going off on my computer. But anyway, um, I would listen to some of the stuff that he had to say, and he would. And, and it seems like to me that homosexuals. Not only, see, it's not enough that you hate the homosexual for what they do. Um, that's one thing. But what they want you to do is they want you to not only love them, but love what they do. So approve of what they do. See, um, in the African-American community in the 1960s, we weren't asking you to love us. We were asking you to accept us. Um, we were asking you to let us live side by side and, and share the same public facilities and have the same rights as the uh, white Americans in every other race. Um, but homosexuality is not only asking for those for same rights, but they think they're asking you to approve them. Now the white men never, never the black men never asked the white men to approve them. What I mean by that is, you gotta love all white black people. We didn't ask that. We just wanted the same rights. So now, homosexuals are asking not only for the same rights, but you can go to jail or you can get pulled down from Facebook if you don't approve them. Not let alone serving them in the bakery. I mean, you should hear the rhetoric coming out of this guy's mouth. I like him there. He's, he's all right. But the things that that come out of his mouth is almost like we got to approve it. And I turn around and I say, I love you. I mean, I, 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 I mean you're a good guy. I, mean, I like you. And you're not, but I'm not homosexuality. Why would I do that for? But... Um, I, if, if I, I, that means I'm going to be phony in your face. So why would you want me to do you want me to be phony? Just and be phony with you. That's the water to bring my um, my guests on, but I got kids upstairs. Remember, this is day. And um, sometimes I'm doing the show for, I see, since 2008, was my first show. And, um, when I do show when kids in the house, I don't know if there's a little demon or something to them up or I would have to pray before each of those kids start arguing from nowhere. They they'd be chilling for the whole evening and then when I do a show, oh man, all heck breaks loose. Especially when I used to be in the garage doing this show. I mean, oh my God. You can hear them walking over the garage, and it's like running over the garage. But anyway, I'm going to take a short break, and then I'm going to bring on Susan Puzio. I'll be right back. A story we're following. New Yorkers can now apply for the new enhanced driver's license. Before the Melissa Hunt's mind, at Bridge was the latest. Melissa? Well, Lisa, they've only been available for a couple of hours, but already more than 100 New Yorkers have applied for the new enhanced driver's license. Officials say that they'll make crossing borders like here at the Peace Bridge safer and faster. October 30th, 1991. President George H.W. Bush initiates the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel. On the very same day, a freakish hurricane, now known as the Perfect Storm, destroys the Bush vacation home in Maine. And the pattern continues. Each time America compels Israel to vacate its territory, our land is devastated on virtually the same day by Hurricanes Andrew, Katrina, the Northridge earthquake, and Joplin's killer tornado. Is this coincidence, or is there a spiritual cause and effect? In Genesis 17:8, God promised the land of Israel as an everlasting possession to Abraham and his Jewish descendants. That promise still stands. Those who bless Israel are blessed. Those who curse it are cursed. Author John McTernan makes this open and shut case in his landmark book, 
as America has done to Israel, and the companion DVD, The Day of the Lord. For ordering details, visit John's online blog at johnmaternan.name. This next announcement is serious news, and you won't hear it in the mainstream media. We are living in an age full of catastrophic events, and it's getting worse. But before we go on, remember this website, highgrounds.us. In the past two decades, natural disasters have increased by 800% within the U.S. alone. Cataclysms like Hurricane Katrina killed and displaced thousands because they were not prepared. And the 2008 economic collapse could happen again, but be much, much worse. So type this into your web browser, highgrounds.us. Highgrounds.us is your complete source for family survival necessities. You'll find food and water with a shelf life of 25 to 30 years, plus tents, portable containers, light, heat, first aid, and much more. Go to our website, highgrounds.us, or call 1-888-202-9094. Place your order now and be prepared. That's H-I-G-H, highgrounds.us. Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Highgrounds.us. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I don't know what it yeah. is. Yeah. If I hear it, I'll let okay. you know. Okay. Yes, yeah, so, what's, right, so uh, yeah. what's on the agenda here? Yeah, let's talk about, um, I think it's two shows now, when we're talking about celebrities. Uh, yeah. And then anything anything else you feel like talking about. Um, yeah. Because I know you oh, have the last shows. Oh, is it? it sounds like somebody's hitting something. Block talk. Whoa. Block talk, because I'm not, I'm not. That is weird. Yeah. I can hear the. Ooh. <laughs> You don't hear it? Uh, I'm moving Did the mic. you hear it? No, I don't hear anything. Huh. That's weird. Mm. Block talk. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, there was something yeah, on, the, so. on the NFL network yesterday, yeah, and uh, they were uh, going over all the Super Bowls, and then they, they put a little uh, – blurb on the bottom of the screen that uh, Pete Carroll is going to be haunted for the rest of his life over that uh, Super Bowl. Like, was that the worst uh, Super Bowl ending you ever saw in your life? Yeah, because it's just one play. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, that was the worst. I've been watching Super Bowl since, oh, probably the 70s. That was the worst ending I ever saw for Super Bowl. So I was telling a friend of mine yesterday, well, Russell Wilson, he claims to be a Christian, but anyway, there's pictures out on the Internet of him doing yoga, and he's actually sitting sitting in the lotus pose with his fingers put together. And so he probably was saying too many ohms or something, you know, because he... he, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or uh, I don't know uh, Pot's legal over there In uh, Washington So who knows it, it, That was definitely One that will go down in the record books But uh, The the odd thing I always found out about uh, Or thought about Russell Wilson because I heard he was a Christian I've I've never really heard his testimony Or anything but just kind of in passing, saw things on the internet, so uh, I never really investigated mm-hmm. the story. But I, I always thought it was odd that he didn't mention Jesus. He talked a lot about God in the times that I heard him, like after mm-hmm. he wins the Super Bowl. I just want to thank God. Well, okay, what God are you talking about? Because I, I, I want to yeah. hear what God you're talking about. So, and then recently, of course, Russell Wilson has been dating. Sierra, and we know Sierra is not a Christian. I mean, we know that <laughs> anybody that poses topless, uh, yeah. yeah. So, what Christian, <laughs> what born again uh, spiritual Christian brother would be dating somebody like Sierra? So no, yeah. I mean, Russell, forget it. I don't know where your head is at, but it's definitely not in the Bible. Uh, No, not at all. (laughs) No, nah. So uh, I mean, that's one. uh, But that that always is kind of a, a key signal to me is when people talk about God. Oh, I'm so blessed and I love God, but I know real real Christians aren't ashamed of the name of Jesus Christ, so we're yeah. not supposed to be ashamed to uh, lift up his name. And yeah. uh, when people shy away from that, uh, then I, I question where they're coming from. But eventually, really, they'll give themselves away uh, when mm-hmm. they come with their testimonies of uh Jesus and carrying their Bibles, and I'm a Christian, and then they're, uh, now, this is one thing that I was thinking about when 
Imagine somebody coming to your house. Okay, you're married, you have children. Imagine that a Hollywood producer comes to your house and he says, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Armstrong, I'm going to pay you $5 million. Now, I'm going to pay Phil $5 million. But I want Phil to get into a bed with another woman and start kissing her. So, Mrs. Armstrong, would that be all right with you? She probably, I know she'll say no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think the red come out of her eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So could they pay your, you and your wife enough money to uh, betray your Christian testimony uh, nope. for fame and fortune in Hollywood? Nope. No, because a lot of those people are yeah, a lot of those people are miserable. They're miserable. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. miserable, and uh, they have to use drugs. How how could you ever have a stable marriage and a stable home life uh, when you go to work and your job is to commit adultery? <laughs> yeah, no, right. Yeah, so that would be pretty hard. To do yeah. So, yeah. Uh, in uh, one uh, girl that I heard, an actress from Hollywood, she said, "Well, I'm married, and my husband and I have a pact that if I'm ever in a movie, I don't do any love scenes." So I said, "Well, yeah, right. That's the way it's supposed to be." <laughs> I, she said, "I don't kiss yeah. anybody else." So, I mean, yeah. who wants to see somebody else kissing anyway? Like, I don't even want to look at it. I don't want to see somebody kissing. Like, it's none of my business, you know. (laughs) I know. So uh, that's something that we as Christians have to think about because it's like Hollywood's kind of set a standard for the way things are supposed to be, but that's not how things really are in our world. Yeah. The... um vehicle that the devil uses to bring people out of the kingdom of God is is one of them is the Hollywood. I was um at work and um the kids were work watching a show I mean it's a mini series called Friday Night Lights. Uh-huh. And you know, I'm sitting there because they have to have somebody in the in the in the lounge room uh, to monitor the kids. So yeah. every time a bad you know, a bad scene come on. I barely even go in there. So when those bad scene come on, I just pop up, and they kind of realize it, but they don't say nothing because they know why. What I'm, why I'm doing it. But anyway, um, one of the scenes is this Christian girl comes on there, and yeah, she's like, oh, I'm a Christian, and and she's just, just put it this way, without me going through it, she's a bad excuse for a Christian. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't out cold that she was sleeping with people that it was just out cold that she was even just flirting with people. I mean, the, and the, and the thing is that they don't come out straight and have her sleep with somebody. They just have her flirt with three or four men, which is beyond, I mean, I'm like, and then even the boys were like, are you kidding me? <laughs> they were like, are you kidding me? You know the boys that I work with, and it's just yeah. like even they even they realized it. So yeah. if you have if you have a whole uh, summer full of um, you know movies that are because uh, I you know I I went to go see the Avengers and and every it seems like to me every movie and I barely watch movies. So every movie that I watch has something in it that I can point out to saying they're either degrading God or or they trying to be God. Like one of the superheroes said, they said, "Who are who are you?" And he says, "I am." You know, he oh. says, "I am." Yeah. And then he says, and I don't even think he said a name. I mean, but anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's always something to degrade Christianity. I mean, it, it, yeah. and that's the thing going on these days. Yeah, and that, and, but, uh, and the thing is, it, it it kind of, like, if we keep feeding on that stuff, mm-hmm. and eventually, it's like Hitler said. He said, just tell a lie, just keep lying, and just Often keep telling enough. the lie. And then eventually people will believe it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So we see that. Yeah, I was, I was, I wish I could have got that uh, clip with with Steve Harvey. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish I could have got that clip. Yeah, I, I didn't. I mean, I kind of. Yeah, I, yeah, I emailed you my clips, or it's on YouTube. Yeah. Now, the, yeah. the, okay, you know Steve Harvey. Uh, well, I didn't really know that much about Steve Harvey, except I had seen him occasionally uh, when I was browsing through the so-called Christian uh, television networks, and I saw him, I think, on TBN, and he was promoting a book. So he was all over the place with this book he wrote, and uh, I'll pull up the name of it. But he uh, he was widely accepted in uh you know, some Christian circles. And I think T.D. Jakes even had him as a speaker on yeah. um, at his, uh, one of his mega messes or whatever he has, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, uh, okay, I heard him say that he was a Christian and, oh, the Lord, the Lord. And I was listening to Jackie Alnor about a month ago, and she was doing a program on how uh, uh, this, these Christian networks, so-called, have uh, compromised. And she played this Steve Harvey clip. Now, she didn't hold back. She played the cussing and everything. And now, I was shocked because he says the F word. He says... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it gets worse. The worst language, and not only that, but anybody could go on YouTube and uh, you can pull up the video called uh, Steve Harvey Cussin, if you put Steve Harvey Cussin. And first, how he starts off his Las Vegas nightclub act is he says, oh, you know that I'm a Christian and I love the Lord or whatever. And then he goes, then right after he says that, then he starts cursing. Hmm. The F word, the S word, talking about people's uh, rear ends. and I mean, just disgusting. And then he says that, then he even brings Bible stories into it. And he says that when people Hmm. were standing in line when Jesus was multiplying the loaves and the fishes that people in the at the end of the line were cussing. Yeah. Now you mean to tell me you actually would say that people were attending a meeting with Jesus and he was feeding them <laughs> and they were cussing? Uh, <laughs> he he's despicable. He's despicable. Yeah. So there, this man is not born again because if you're really born again, and and he and he claims in this so-called comedy act, and there's mainly uh, you know black people in the audience, and he's kind of catering to them, and they're they're laughing at him, but it's not funny. Yeah. You know, it's not funny, and then he insults them. <laughs> Yeah, he was insulting them, and and I, mm-hmm. I think it went over most of their heads, you know, because uh, yeah. they were laughing, uh, but they didn't realize that he was insulting them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, so uh, he can he can say all he wants from his mouth, but the Bible says you'll know them by their fruit. Fruits, yeah, amen. And he says, I can't stop cussing. I'm trying to work out and and think of other words. Well, yeah, when we're out in public, we can think of other words. Yeah. Well, that's uh, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. I mean, he has a form, you know. uh, He preaches that he's a Christian, but um, he's denying the power to be set free from that. I used to, I mean, I used to cuss, you know, and um, God set me free from the foul language, you know. Yeah. But that's not a good, that's not a good testimony well, to sit up there. No, it wouldn't cuss. be. A, and would you come on the radio? I mean, maybe if you had a cussing habit, 
and you would come on the radio and, and you're promoting your program as a Christian program and you're going to come on cussing? I don't yes, think so. I know. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, yep. say, save your uh, whatever your pe- uh, peculiaralities are, save them for home or whatever, but don't bring them to the pulpit. You know, yeah. you have issues, don't yeah. bring them to the pulpit. Because basically, that's yeah. his pulpit is his comedy act yeah and so uh exactly. i did not find it amusing i was i uh i think it's terrible hold yeah, on yeah i minute. think he's just dancing uh-huh. okay hold on one minute um i got i have to go okay. do something i'll be right back okay okay all right yeah he's just down family feud uh I watched Family Feud. Uh, I like the show that he that he's on. Uh, it's a great show, but uh, I think we need to be focusing on all like Christians, like Tim Tebow, uh, Kirk Cameron, or some people like that who actually, you know, wear their light and they thought well. Uh, they walk the walk, and they talk the talk, and they walk it. Um, and we we have a few Christians like that, but a lot of times uh, they get boxed in, and it's worth it. Says he who's not willing to lose his life uh, will lose it in the end. If you're not willing to lose your life for Jesus Christ, you will lose it in the end. But then who who wants to gain his life will. Gain it temporarily, but lose it in the end. Uh, but who loses it for Christ? You can't go wrong. Uh, and that is uh, the ultimate thing. You know, life is worth uh, helping people and, and staying true to your name, staying true to your character. And that's the best thing you can ever wish on a person. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You're listening to the Prosperity Zone on Box Talk Radio. From Netcast You Love. Your watchman on the wall. This is Twist. Phone number down 
because I yes. couldn't get on the uh, blog talk radio and yeah. Right. So anyway, anyway, that's the thing about uh, Steve Harvey. His book is act like one of his books, act like a lady, think like a man. Okay. Like who's supposed huh. to do that? Act like a lady, think like a man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's, that's something new on me. <laughs> yeah, that's new on me too. Yeah. <laughs> so what, so what I, I would actors? say stay away from Steve Harvey. Amen. What other celebrities on the deep end? Well, let's think now. Uh, of course, yeah, we'll we'll briefly mention these because. A few of these people now remember Clay Aiken from uh, American Idol. Yeah. Now he uh, he supposedly came, when he first uh, was making his statement when he was first putting out uh, records and whatever he would say, "Well, I'm a Christian and I'm a virgin," and uh, then a few. Years after that, then he says he comes out and says, "Well, I'm gay." Oh, okay. <laughs> well, like, why did you lie? Why did you use Christianity to promote your career? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and try to dupe people, and, and uh, promoting this squeaky clean image when you weren't squeaky clean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he's that's one. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. really. And so then uh, there was Britney Spears. Oh, dear. I don't <laughs> know if you remember that she said she was a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, you have some kind of funny Christianity, I'll say. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, now that was a long time ago when she was first starting out. Oh, and then we had Jessica Simpson. Now remember her? Like she started out as a Christian quote yeah. singer. Uh, her her father. Pardon? She did for real. Yeah, yeah. That's how she started. Yeah, yeah. Her father was her agent. And he that's the way they were promoting her. But she she was yeah. uh uh you know, she didn't have that image. So people weren't buying it. You know, they didn't really yeah. buy her Christian singer image because I think he was the he might have been a Baptist pastor or something, the father, who turned out now they're mm-hmm. questioning whether he's a homosexual. And uh, so then mm. she gave that up. She gave, but she didn't make it in, in Christian music. So then she came out and she just was herself, her yeah. modest, lewd self. <laughs> so, so much for that testimony. Yeah. Uh, that went out the window. But yeah, uh, people come in uh, to the church, or they try to come into churches, and they want the Christian market because it's a good market. And mm-hmm. we love those kind of testimonies. We like old. Oh, yeah. We fall yeah. for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was um, a group that I can't remember. Uh, it was two black girls. Um, I can't remember their name. And um, somebody did a video on them. I- I'm going to see if I can remember their name. Uh, I'll let you if I run upstairs and ask my wife if she remember. But these got these ladies were um, getting caught. No, it was um, no these these were late. These were Christian singers. Yeah. And they were rap. They were they would rap and then they would um, they would sing and they sound pretty good. But I, I can't. I have to think about it for a minute. I don't know. Ringo uh, did a video for a long time ago. Well, yeah. you know, these ladies were uh, kind of promiscuous. Uh, 
Yeah, it's a lot of singers. It's a lot of people that are in the uh, gospel industry who are, you know, just all over the place as well. Yeah. Homosexuals and and people who, you know, I mean, all kinds of stuff. I mean, we can sit up here and just talk about just the, the gospel industry and it's slippage. So I don't I don't find it surprising that somebody on the outside can actually come in. I don't find it too surprising for that to happen. What about Amy Grant? <gasps> yeah. Well, Amy Grant now, remember, <laughs> now I've been saved since 1981, so I remember Amy Grant when she was kind of first starting out, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and she had music like El Shaddai, remember, El Shaddai, El Shaddai, la, 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 la. Oh, we love that song, yeah. you know. <laughs> and <laughs> But she had a uh, very, very good producer, Brown Bannister, and she had excellent um, people behind her, publicist, and, and uh, so she had that guitar, and uh, she had very good writers, and she promoted herself as a nice, wholesome, clean-cut Christian, and she made a lot of money uh, selling records and doing concerts, and then she brought on Michael W. Smith. Uh, That's a real snake in the grass. Um, Yeah, now... She took him on the road and kind of introduced him. Uh, I mean, granted, he's a very good musician. You can't take that away from him. But uh, the odd thing about Michael W. Smith is he now runs, uh, one of the things he does anyway is he runs this youth ministry, he calls it. It's in Nashville or right outside of Nashville, Tennessee, and um, they have like a, a gathering place, kind of like a, uh, I guess they have pool tables and then they have concerts. So they want young people to go there and fellowship. So <laughs> the uh, this is the kind of music that they have. Uh, like, I want to know what Christian parent would want to send their children over to this dungeon. Uh, they bring in satanic bands. Now, these bands, if you, you anybody can go on the Internet and look at the posters. It's called Rocket Town, okay? So go and look at the posters for Rocket Town, and you can even put in your search engine, Michael W. Smith, Rocket Town, uh, satanic rock bands. You'll see the posters, like blood coming out of people's mouths, uh, biting heads off, and these are the bands that he brings into this so-called Christian youth group. Okay, so that's the guy that Amy Grant introduced to the public, and he tries to pass himself <laughs> off as a Christian. So I don't know. I, what Christian? Like, I'm a Christian, but I'm certainly not going to bring a satanic rock band on my blog talk radio program or on my website or on my YouTube channel. Who does that? Except somebody that's satanic themselves. And, uh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I guess that's why, I guess that's why we should appreciate, um, Tim Tebow and, and individuals who actually real. Yeah, because he doesn't, you know, thank God, uh, so far, you know, Tim has managed to keep his testimony, and, uh, you know, he has a strong testimony for the Lord, even when uh, Rod, what? I'm sorry, go ahead. Even when Rod Parsley invited him uh, to come to a conference, at his church, mm-hmm. and Kenneth Copeland's going to be there, whatever. Tim Tebow turned it down. <laughs> yeah. You can see right through him. Yeah. 
So he's not going to go somewhere and ruin his name. He doesn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. They got um uh Kirk Cameron, his sister, she's um really deep Christian as well. Um uh uh-huh. and and then there was somebody else that was I was thinking of as well. Uh I just kind of slipped and forgot who I was thinking of. But uh, yeah, I mean, there are Christians out there who um, want to stay true to their testimony. Uh, I think there was a lady on, a girl on family uh, ties. So I think it was Oh, yeah, that Ross. lady. Yeah, what was her yeah. name? Uh, she went on yeah, dancing kinda... with the stars. Oh, she did? Yeah. <laughs> she wound up getting a divorce. I mean, okay, if you're born again, don't go on Dancing with the Stars because anybody (laughs) I ever saw go on that show with a a Christian so-called testimony, they wound up doing, uh, you know, sexy dances with hardly any clothes on. Uh, Well, so there goes your testimony. What about the football football quarterback that was on? What about the football quarterback that was on? Uh, oh, the, Kurt Warner? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was dancing with the guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, Kurt, what? You were drinking the Kool-Aid over there. That's what I mean. I mean, he ruined his testimony. He didn't. He really didn't do any sexy dances. I could see that he was very uncomfortable, and he tried not to. But dancing with that guy, that, no. <laughs> wow, and that's where we live. That was bad. That was bad. Uh, I don't know if he's ever gonna live it down. Let's say that's why people are probably from the faith right there. I mean, we got some of my Christian uh, people that are out there. Gee whiz! I mean, they'll get you to compromise. So, uh, you can't. You can't get in bed with the devil because <laughs> you can't do wrong. it. Yeah, you just can't do it. You can't do it unless you did your own thing, and that's not, I haven't seen that either. Yeah. Well, well, thanks for coming on. Um, I, I wanted to um, see if you had something else to say to the audience about um, uh, Jesus and accepting Jesus and going to heaven. Yes, amen. Let's, uh, you know, uh, for the people that are listening and uh Sometimes Christians can look so foolish, really. And uh, we're there's people out there that really do love the Lord and they, they make mistakes. And that's not a reflection on Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is real. We know, mostly everybody knows that he existed. And he mm-hmm. was born in, in uh, Israel in Bethlehem, and he died on the cross. He rose from the dead, and he ascended into heaven. Now, people know that, or maybe they know it in their head or whatever. So because he ascended into heaven and he went to heaven, we can go there. Uh, God doesn't live in heaven and Jesus, and they live by themselves. Heaven is a real place. It's a it's a planet. It, it, there's, there's houses there. There's trees and animals and it's real heaven. And because Jesus went there, we can go there because of his death on the cross. And he gave us salvation. He died for our sins. So he paid the price, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. In the Old Testament, the Lamb had to be sacrificed, and there had to be a blood sacrifice. And in the New Testament, the sacrifice was Jesus. So. We can receive salvation, like the book of John says, if people read the gospel of John in the third chapter, Jesus said it himself, ye must be born again. It's not a a Christian cliche. This is something he said you must do. So if he said you must do it, then you must do it. And believe that Jesus Christ is God. Ask him to come into your life and repent of your sins because we've all sinned. You can't say, I'm a really good person and I do really good things. Well, uh, 
you might be a nice person, but I'm sure there's things you do mm-hmm. that is sin. And that's you have to realize you're a sinner and repent of your sins and ask Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins. And he forgives you and he forgets about those sins. And he gives you a brand new life. It's a promise because uh, also read the book of Romans where the um, book of Romans says, it is appointed, um, confession is made with the mouth unto salvation. So you have to say it and confess it. It's not good enough just to join a church or because your mother and father belong to a church that you're a Christian. That doesn't make you a Christian. You have to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ yourself. So mm-hmm. I recommend to people to read uh, the Gospel, the third chapter of John, and then to read the book of Romans. And... Uh, to to uh, accept the free gift of eternal life and salvation that only Jesus can give. And he gives us a brand new life, and it's the best life ever. It's better than anything. And mm-hmm. you probably feel the same way. You wouldn't trade it for anything. That's how I feel. Not, there's no money. There's not enough money in the world or enough fame uh, to make me give up my relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Yeah, that is that is me too. I believe the same way. What can they find more about you uh, as far as your shows and, and Okay, they and can go on uh, Blog Talk Radio and we have our show is called Prophetic News and uh we deal with all kinds of issues uh especially that deal with the end time church. So uh, we're on every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're usually live every week, and then we have all our programs for the last five and a half years are archived. We've done hundreds of programs, uh, so all kinds of topics. And then we have the Prophetic News um, website, and we have a YouTube channel, and that's under my name, Susan Puzio, and then we have a new channel, Greedy Preachers TV that we've started. Amen. So. <laughs> hey, That's a good one right there. Yeah, it's a good well, one. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, thanks thank so much, Bill. Okay. God bless you. You have a wonderful day. Yeah, thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, that's Susan Puvio. That was a great interview. Um, so we're going to go ahead and go off. Um, I'm probably going to be back on tomorrow because uh, there's a lot of things I want to talk about. But God bless y'all, and um, y'all have a wonderful day, and enjoy the rest of the Memorial Holiday. God bless. You have been listening to The Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on the Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, observe the present, and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus.